everybody and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host Matt. Thank you so much for listening to this surprise episode. Yes, I decided to release an extra episode this week because why not? Today's podcast we have a very special guest. We have Ohio State senior and assistant captain Tatum Skaggs joining the podcast today. But before we get to the interview, I'd just like to ask if you would please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. Also follow us on Spotify and Instagram. This helps our podcast grow and helps other people find it and I'll appreciate it very, very much. Just to let you guys know as well, we have another surprise episode today as well. Episode 14 It's also is with Cornell Superstar. Kristen O'Neill, that was a great interview, super awesome to talk to her, just like it was super awesome to talk with Ohio State superstar Tatum Skaggs. So without further ado, here is Tatum. Enjoy, everybody. We are joined here today by a rising senior forward and newly named assistant captain of the Ohio State Buckeyes women's hockey team, Tatum Skaggs. Welcome to the pod, Tatum, and thanks for so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to sit down and talk. That's awesome. And I'd like to start by asking, what's it like to prepare for this upcoming season with so much uncertainty? And what are you doing personally to get ready? Yeah, like you said, there's just so much uncertainty, um, obviously, with the upcoming season. Um, I just think right now, as a team, we're kind of just having a positive outlook. Um, Obviously, we just heard that Ivy schools um, canceled their season up until January 1st. Um, so we're still holding on to some hope that we're going to continue and push through. Um, so just to prepare, I've been, you know, trying to skate as much as I can, um, get in the gym as much as I can with my trainer. Um, but like you said, there's a lot of uncertainty, but to continue to have a positive outlook um, is all that we can really do right now. Yeah, and I, like I mentioned earlier, you are also recently named assistant captain. Uh, how does it feel to be selected, and what leadership do you want to bring to Ohio State this year? Yeah, um, I mean, it's an absolute honor um, to be represented by uh, my teammates that they chose um, to have me represent them, sorry, I should say. Um, Obviously, I, whether some people know me or not, I have a very outgoing personality. Um, So I I connect, I think, with a lot of the girls on the team. And I think that's kind of like the role that I can fill is just be um, somebody that everyone can come to, talk. Um, and just be the communication between coach and the team. Um, Obviously, that's something that all four of us uh, captains will have to do. Um, And obviously, like we just talked about in the last question with the uncertainty, um, I think it's important that we fill that role really well this year, just the communication between the team and coach and back and forth. Um, And I just am so happy for our team, where we've become um, or where we came from and now looking at us as the WCHA champs for 2020. Um, So I'm just excited to help represent the team um, and see where we're headed. That's awesome. And prior to Ohio State, you played for the Chicago Mission U19 team where you won a league championship in 2017. What was that experience like for you and how did it help you prepare for college hockey? Yeah, the Chicago Mission, I'll give a shout out to them. They have such a high elite program. Um, to help prepare girls for college. Um, I think, honestly, it's like almost 100% that all the girls that go through the mission end up playing college hockey. So um, just the tempo that our practices were, um, the standards that we were held to were high. Um, And it it honestly truly was a smooth transition for me 
um, from the mission to Ohio State just because the mission is so elite. Um, I just shout out to my coach, Tony Catchy. He really helped with all of that and um, just preparing us for college by sitting us down, talking to us weekly um, in the locker room about, you know, the different life lessons and such. Um, and so when I got to Ohio State, it was pretty seamless because um, Coach Mazzarol is somebody who holds you to a very high standard as well. Um, and that's part of the reason our program's been so successful um, is for, from her coaching and her culture that she's built at Ohio State. Um, so just from the mission to Ohio State, it was very similar coach to coach. So that's why it made it so much easier for me, um, I think, than some girls. But, um, yeah, I can appreciate everything that the mission did for me. Now, I was recently watching an interview where you were with a men's soccer player, and you said you used to play gymnastics. And my question is, is there anything you learned or did in gymnastics that has helped in hockey? Yeah. Um, so that interview is actually um, something that they're going to continue to do at Ohio State with a different athlete. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, buck to buck, what I they think. Yeah, buck to buck. That's what it was. Um, and so, yeah, I was with Ketchup. He's a men's soccer player. Um, and, yes, I did do gymnastics. Um, and do I wish I still did that as well as hockey? Of course. Gymnastics is, like, the most amazing sport. I admire Simone Biles so much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think just from doing the different sports, I learned that um, – Obviously, you have to, like, work hard at everything you do. And um, and the coaches back at the gym that I was at um, were intense. And so it just helped me to every single practice um, just give it 100%. And uh, you also won the Toyota USA Hockey Nationals in 2015, where your team beat number two ranked Shattuck St. Mary's. Describe what was that like to play in that game and to win that championship? Yeah, that was um, obviously – back when I won that national championship, um, I thought that was like my dream come true. You know, the biggest stage I could have been on, like all this stuff until I got to college and realized that it's a much bigger stage. Um, but back in, was it 2015, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, so back in 2015, I was a sophomore in high school. It was my first year at uh, the Chicago Mission. And I, it was, I was actually playing, so I was, 16 so I should have been on U16s but um Tony Catchy had me play up that year just for development reasons um and so I was pretty young I think I was the youngest one on the team and just playing in Green Bay which is my home state of Wisconsin was something super 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 cool I'll never forget it um and I just remember like the clock down or the clock ticking down all of us on the bench were, like, grabbing each other, grabbing each other, and, like, started 10 seconds countdown. I think we were up on them either by a goal or two. So we knew that I think we we had the game. Um, I mean, just throwing your gloves up in the air, throwing your stick is just something that I think every player needs to, like, feel. Because it, it just, like, you feel, like, a sense of, like, pride that, like, all of your hard work paid off that you just did for an entire hockey season. Um, and it was just – being at like the bottom of that pile when we celebrated was something remarkable. I absolutely never forget that day. And beating Shattuck St. Mary's, who's a very well-known hockey program, they were the number two yeah. ranked. Them. How good were they when you played in that game? 
yeah, St. Mary, um, that prep school is like always the, the team to be, you know, it's, you prepare and you talk about them the week before you play them and such. Um, and so like you play them obviously a lot during the year. And I think we were like pretty split with the series uh, between them that year, but um, we knew that we had to go in and play our best hockey. I mean, they are a super elite program as well. Um, and they send a lot of good girls across the country to different colleges. So just preparing for that game, I mean, it felt good to beat them and, you know, have that last win of the season. But, um, I mean, kudos to them. They're always a hard team to play. And obviously I've been out of AAA hockey for a bit now, so I don't know exactly where all the programs are at. But, I mean, continuously they always, they always put up um, big games and, you know, they send a lot of girls to colleges. So they're also a great program. That's cool. And the same year you got to participate in the USA under 18 select camp. What did you take away from that experience and especially competing against some of the best players in the country? Yeah, I mean, at that camp, um, like you said, you compete against, you know, the best of the best at that, at your age level. Um, and to be completely and brutally honest with you, um, I went to camp and I thought I did pretty good. Um, and come to the end of the camp, they choose a 23-girl roster to play Team Canada, who's also holding a camp at the same time. Um, and we, you know, it's called the Adirondack Room. It's in Lake Placid, uh, New York. So you go to Ad Adirondack Room um, the last day of camp, and they read the roster off. And it kind of like to envision it, it genuinely is kind of like the movie Miracle. Like, they read the roster off, and like, you if you aren't on it like you pick your stuff up and like you go to your room and you depart in the morning um and so going to that camp I was extremely honored that um I was even invited uh that's something that obviously not everyone gets to do so I didn't take it for granted I soaked it all in um come to the end of the camp though I did not make that 23 girl roster um and to say I was like heartbroken and like thought my life was shattered hundred percent you know I was I think I was 16 or I don't know how old I was but um so at that moment I was like oh my gosh like I just got cut like I don't know if I should continue with hockey like being so dramatic <laughs> but um the biggest takeaway that I came out of that is genuinely to like just because you hear no once doesn't mean you know you can't change that outcome um so I got invited back the next year for U22s or U18 again. Um, and actually, I've gotten cut. So I go to camp every year, but I get cut every year. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't keep trying. Um, just because, you know, at the end of the week, they tell you what you got to work on and what you got to fix. And, you know, they help you again. And so kind of just from that, you know, you got to sit down. You got to face the fact that you just got cut and look at your coaches and the uh USA staff in the eyes and have a conversation with them and I just think it's so maturing um to be able to do that at like a young age um but they are the, the staff there and the program that they have is absolutely amazing um and I hope one day I can put that jersey over my head in an actual game but um so but I think just every year I just take more and more information and skills and you know lessons out of each camp that I go to and I hope you do get selected soon. That'll be pretty cool to see that. And my, I'm going back to college hockey. Why did you decide to go to Ohio State? Yeah, so my path for choosing college um, was, I'd say, a little different among 
um, you know, many that I've heard. Uh, so I was actually an eighth grader when I went to a summer camp at Ohio State um, with Coach Nate Hanrahan. And after camp, he showed a little interest. And like I said, I think I was 14 at the time. Um, and so obviously I was still young, didn't exactly know what kind of decision I was ready to make. But he offered a spot um, at Ohio State to me my freshman year. And I sat on it for a little bit. I wasn't exactly sure. Um, you know, my dream being from Wisconsin was to be a Badger and Badger this and Badger that. But I think at the end of the day, I made the best decision that I did, you know, in my entire life. Um, Ohio State was a program that I could help build um, with my other classmates. Um, it wasn't something I'd just step onto and, you know, win a championship. I had to work for the championship. And that to me is more special than I think getting onto a roster on a team that you're not, you're just handed that ring, you're handed that championship, whether you play or not, you know? Um, and so just being able to help build a culture and a team um, that's going to rise was something that was super important to me. And um, my major is special education and actually Wisconsin does not have that major. And that's something that I, it's like my passion, my love, you know? And so Ohio State is a great program for that. Um, I actually think they're like top 10 or something, I think in the country for it. But, um, and so it kind of just was a perfect fit overall in every single aspect. Um, so Ohio State has provided me with so many opportunities, you know, just with hockey and not, even not being an athlete, like they, they're preparing us for life. Um, every single day and they're giving us so many different experiences for you know I traveled to Costa Rica uh, completely paid for by Ohio State Athletics to go to a service trip I was going to go study abroad completely paid for by Ohio State Athletics so um, just the the school in itself the tradition the people the excellence is kind of what we say um, is so strong and it's just a strong university that I'm so glad to be a part of and you had a fantastic year, your freshman season, where you had 37 points and the seventh highest freshman point total in program history. Even with those great numbers, what was the toughest thing you had to adjust to playing college hockey? Yeah, so um, I just think that, honestly, my freshman year, like going back to the Chicago mission, um, they prepared me so much. And I think that was probably the biggest adjustment was, I mean, being 18 years old, I'm playing against 22-year-olds, you know, girls that are seniors. And so um, just like the experience playing against girls that have been in the league for four years is, is tough in itself, you know. So I just think that freshman year, the biggest adjustment for everybody is being on a team that you see every single day, you skate every single day. Um, and so that part of it, I think, was the biggest adjustment. Um, but like I said, the Four, you know, I couldn't have written a better freshman year. And you also made the Frozen Four that same year. What was that experience like for you, especially since it was the program's first in history? Yeah. So having it be the first uh, Frozen Four program history was something special. Um, going back to building, help build the program, um, you know, the girls prior to me, couple of years prior were they were building a program too and so kudos to all the girls that have been through Ohio State to help do it um, we did the last couple of years but uh, that experience was like kind of like speechless honestly because 
I mean, you get put up in a hotel, you have a banquet, you have, you know, like five-star dining everywhere you go. And it was just Ohio State spoiled us. Um, and it was just super cool to take Clarkson into overtime um, for that. But obviously an unfortunate ending to the season. But just to be at that experience my freshman year, it kind of put the thought in my brain or, like, my mind of, like, the feeling of getting there of how bad I want to go there again, you know. And so it's kind of, you know, installing that into the incoming freshman of this year of, like, how cool the experience was and, you know, like, trust the process, trust coach, trust the upperclassmen that, like, the things that we've done, you know, the feelings that we had, we got to go back so that you can experience it. Um, so obviously I hope to see the frozen four again, um, this year, if everything goes, as, goes smoothly. Um, but yeah, reaching the frozen four my freshman year was, it was nuts. It was awesome. That's great. And your sophomore season, you had 17 goals and was fourth on the team in points. How did you maintain that success from your freshman season? And how, how did you gain confidence in gaining more knowledge in college hockey? Yeah, so I think just every year that, you know, you move up in the team, um, freshman year, you're kind of, you feel, you feel small, you feel little, um, even though you shouldn't. So that's what I'm going to try and help with our freshmen this year is just because you're a freshman doesn't mean you're any better, any worse than anybody else on the team, you know, and they should have a voice just as much as, you know, a senior should. Um, but I just think every year that you move up um, in classes, so freshman to sophomore year you gain a little bit more confidence because you know you're you're becoming more of a veteran um and so just feeling that you know confidence I think can help everyone I mean confidence is like the most powerful thing a player can have and so I just think that um going from freshman year to sophomore year I was able to gain a little bit more confidence um you know and just hockey in general and I played again with my linemate, Emma Malte. So she also helped me a lot with that. Um, and she's obviously a remarkable, remarkable player herself. Um, and so just like I said, and then moving up to junior year, you know, you, you just feel more confidence as you move up and up. And getting back to this past season, your team won the WCHA championship against last year's champions, Wisconsin. Talk about what it was like to win that championship, especially against Wisconsin since they beat you guys the previous year. Yeah, it felt so good. felt really good to be able to, um, you know, put our school on the map for the first championship um, in the league and to beat a team such as Wisconsin, who has some of the most talented girls on the team and on their roster um, in the country. So it just felt good to finally, um, you know, do something that will represent Ohio State proudly. Um, and just, you know, give back to what Ohio State's done for us. Um, and so beating Wisconsin in overtime um, was a feeling I hope to feel again, uh, whether that be another league championship, uh, national championship, even just a game, you know. Beating Wisconsin is something that you take some pride in and uh, that you hope to do more often than not. And you also scored the game-winning goal in overtime for that game. Uh, how cool was it to score that goal? And did it even feel real, you know, like getting it in overtime? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I could relive, you know, that game, you know, every single day. But it's kind of something, the best way I can put it is, it's like that goal that you, like, 
dream of as a kid and as an athlete, you know, and I truly speaking, I've never, ever, ever had a game winning goal. I don't think in the history of my career. Um, and so to be able to do it on that kind of stage and against that team and that situation was, I mean, all glory to God for that one, because that was, I couldn't have written a better story, you know, and um, I just think that when it went in, honestly, like I didn't even see it until like half my team was already off the bench, gloves in the air, helmets in the air, you know, jumping for like pure joy. Um, that, that feeling, I just, the team that the team feeling that we had, I mean, was crazy. And I wouldn't have wanted to do it with any other team than this year. I mean, the girls that we have are, we have the most special, amazing relationship as a team. Everyone gets along, everyone hangs out, you know, there's no clicks. And so to have that win with this team was something I wish I could redo over and over and over and over again. And um, you were supposed to play in the women's tournament this year before the season was canceled. How did you find out and what was the reaction amongst the team, especially the seniors who worked so hard to get there? Yeah. And uh, obviously a little bit of a soft subject for our seniors and even, you know, us um, underclassmen who I get that it wasn't our last year, but we got the tournament, you know, stripped from us in a bit, but um, we were actually at the airport. Um, our bags were on the plane, like legit on the plane. We were boarding. I think some girls already boarded. Um, and we got a call from our AD or whatnot and said, you know, for the safety and like of your team and just we want everyone to be together. Uh, they decided to take us off the plane. So we had to wait for our bags to get unloaded. Um, and our coach just honestly, we did a huge team hug. She held us in her arms and just said, I'm so sorry. There's nothing that I can say to help fix what you're feeling right now. Um, and we, we, everyone came over to the house and we listened to governor uh, of Ohio's speech kind of just to help, you know, see what he was saying and what was going on in, in the state of Ohio currently. And uh, she gave the seniors a hug and said, you know, we just ended the last weekend on a win with the WCHA. She's like, it's, if it were up to anybody, everyone would be in our position, you know, winning, wanting to win their last game as a senior and the way that it happened in the tournament. And so, um, I don't know. She just, she said, she, she's like, I'm so sorry. And obviously it's not her fault, you know, but, um, it was, it was a really hard feeling to, you know, embrace and to actually go through with, but it made it kind of better that everyone was in the same boat and, you know, everyone got the tournament stripped from them um, at the end. You know, we weren't just alone. So very hard feeling back in March. But um, obviously come this season, I just hope that we can you know, get our feet back on the ice as a team and as a university and a league um, to get the season going. And on a more positive note, we're getting to the segment where I call it the non-hockey segment, where we ask you non-hockey questions. <laughs> In doing research, it says yeah. that you were on a famous person's YouTube channel. Who was that, and <laughs> how did you get on? Yeah, so I was a freshman, I think, or was it last year? One of the two. Um, and I don't know exactly what his name is, um, but it's this, like, young guy with his grandma. Um, oh, what's his name? 
I don't remember, but this young guy with his grandma and she goes around and does these crazy things. And they caught, they came and she pretended to be a college student. So I was actually walking with a recruit um, that was staying with us. She came to class with me and on my way to the rink after class, I got stopped by this grandma and she's like, asked me a bunch of questions and you know, her responses were absurd. Um, but yeah, I, I got on the YouTube channel of this and um, it has some crazy amount of views actually, but I'm only in it for about 10 seconds. So I got a little highlight in that. At least you got some internet fame, right? Exactly, exactly. What's your favorite thing about Ohio State? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, um, I would say my most favorite thing about Ohio State is um, probably the tradition. Um, the traditions that are set at Ohio State is crazy. Uh, just one of them that I can list right off the top of my head is the football team on home weekends stays in the um, student-ran hotel called the Blackwell on campus. It's across from the stadium, across from our rink. And um, come Saturday morning, there's something called ball session. And the football guys walk from the hotel in all their suits, matching suits, um, in a line, like three across, two across, whatever, led by Coach Meyer, now Ryan Day, but um, at the time. And so they walk from the hotel to – St. John Arena, and it's called Skull Session. The band plays some songs, um, and then the head coach, Ryan Day, gives a speech for like five minutes, and then a player speaks, and then they chant, you know, O-H-I-O, um, and so just, I mean, you, you're literally like walking next to the football guys, and so just the tradition that's been set at Ohio State is really cool, um, and I don't think any other school can really compare to that. Have you had an opportunity to go to a game? Oh, yeah. I went to Coach Muzzy my freshman year when we went to the Frozen Four. Ohio State wanted to recognize us um, the following year at a home football game at halftime. And so um, Coach Muzzy was like, okay, what games can we come to? And they listed them. And she's like, hold up, hold up. There's a Michigan-Ohio State game that is, you know, at the shoe. And they're like, yeah, but that's the Michigan game. And she was like, yeah, and that's the one we want to get recognized at. So I actually went to the Michigan-Ohio State game That's uh, awesome. my sophomore year and stood on the field with 107,000 fans around, you know, applauding us. And I have, like, chills talking about it because it was an experience that I'll never forget. And OS, you probably won that game since Michigan can't seem to beat Oh, Boston. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michigan can't find a way to beat Ohio State. So we're just going to keep beating them. Uh, my next question is, what is your favorite type of music and artist, and what do you listen to before a game? Um, before a game, we have um, our team music. Um, it's some remix that we put on, and then it, you know, plays the whole time through. Um, you'd have to ask Liv Soares, number 19. She's the music uh, guru. So I don't touch the music before a game. I just do my thing and, you know, warm up. But I'd say outside of hockey, I like country. Um, I really like Luke combs probably the most right now if you ask me you know a couple weeks could change but yeah. currently i'm a luke combs fan and i also found out on the usa hockey website that you can make a really good peanut butter and jelly sandwich what is the <laughs> secret to that 
oh, you got to have the right ratio of peanut butter to jelly. You know, you can't have too much peanut butter. Otherwise, you're like smacking your lips and you can't, you know, it's like, ugh. So you need the right amount of jelly, the right amount of peanut butter, just right. Um, you got to let it come out of the bread a little bit. You know, it's got to be oozing out. But and then you got to cut it in like half, but not half where it's like straight down. You got to cut it on a diagonal. Yeah. What type of peanut butter do you use? Peanut butter, I use the all natural, um, what is it? It's like, um, what's like the most famous peanut butter brand again? Jeff, I think. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's that, but like the natural kind. Yeah. And um, yeah. You, also, you also said your favorite TV show is Friends. Who do you think from that show would be the worst hockey player? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, I'm going with Ross. I think Ross, I think Ross would be tough. well, though, because he can pivot with the skates. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know, though. I, I, Ross doesn't strike me as someone who's very athletic. He's a, he's got He's a character. He's something. Definitely. And getting back to some final hockey questions, you said Alex Ovechkin is your favorite athlete. What about his game do you like, and what do you try to emulate from him? Yeah, I've been obsessed with Alex Ovechkin. I, I just want – to meet him one day so badly <laughs> so um but I would say his like honestly like everybody sees his shot is like absolutely crazy you know it's, his release is so quick that like a goalie nor player can see it you know so I just think that his shot is is wicked so if I ever could shoot like Alex Ovechkin that'd be a dream of mine what would you say to him if you ever met him Oh gosh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, a funny story is I was so obsessed with them. Like my local hockey store that I grew up going to, um, would always get like shipments of like CCM, like Ovechkin stuff. And in a package one time, CCM sent them like these stickers, like I'd say about the size of like an iPhone of a, like a fat head of Alex Ovechkin. And I had stickers of Alex Ovechkin's head all over my stuff, like in my room, on my phone, computer, my bed, like fat head pictures, just like of his face, you know. So I probably wouldn't tell him that, but I would just admire his hockey skills, honestly. Yeah, I think it's pretty crazy. Like I, I remember watching him play against the Bruins and he like knocks Dano Chara in the bench. It was like just crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah he's something else. He's so talented. And playing in the WCHA, what's your favorite road arena to play in? My favorite road arena, 100% it's Laban. Um, Laban is the Badgers rink. Um, Badgers fans are crazy, so it's always fun. When they score, you know, it's like, it, it's crazy fans and noise and stuff, but when you score, the best feeling in the world is to shut their fans up. And yeah. like, <laughs> you know, they just sit there and they're like, they don't even know what to say, you know, so I would 100% say Laban when the game is in your favor, when it's not in your favor. Uh, favor. Uh, it's not always the best, but, you know, to hear crickets in the arena, you know, from the Badger fans is something that it feels too good. I'll say that. It feels too good. And my final question is, what is your favorite hockey memory since you have so many great ones? Favorite hockey memory, just winning the WCHA this last year. Uh, the hard work that went into it, you know, the perseverance, we're on a dry season. Um, and so, you know, 
the sacrifice that you, the choice that you make. It's not a sacrifice, it's a choice. Um, so the choices that you make to prepare your body, your mind, your, you know, just every single day, the work that goes into it, it truly felt so good and finally paid off. Um, I would say that was the best team wins that we've had that um, whole year. And so I just think that that memory will be something I think that will probably, you know, go down as one for the books. That's for sure. About one of my favorite ones. Well, I want to end it off on that good note. Thank you so much for coming on, Tatum. It's been a really fun. I wish you the best for next season. Thank you. And have a safe drive to Columbus. Thank you so much. Just wanted to say thank you again to Tatum for taking time out of her day to come on our podcast. I appreciate it very much. And that was just a great interview. Great person overall, too. And I wish her nothing but the best for next year. Um, that'll about do it for this episode of College Hockey Talk. I appreciate you guys listening. There's another episode out, like I just mentioned, episode 14. You can check that out. It should be on Spotify and Apple as well. And yeah, stay safe, everybody. I'll see you guys on Friday and have a nice week. Peace. Wanna shake the ground? Wanna break away? I'm tired of waiting, gotta make that move All the neon signs, now they shout to me and you To write our story, wanna shape